Hey, everybody. Yes, yes. Welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast, the number one podcast about Google Ads on the planet and probably the galaxy. My name is Jason Rothman. I'm wearing a white shirt on a white undershirt. As always, I'm joined by Chris. A guy so good looking, you would think he was molded from a mannequin. Wow. Chris Schaefer, the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, That's uh, it is offensive to mannequins. A week after Thanksgiving, you have a hoarse voice. Yes. What happened to you over Thanksgiving? I had a cold. You know, it got it got really cold in Texas, I'm sure. I assume there's other states, but I don't ever go to those. So I assume it got cold in other states, too. And, uh, yeah, that cold weather just hit, and it's crazy. I got a cold, and I do training every day. I, I schedule that in with my normal work. And, Jason, it's tough. When you're losing your voice, I had to, like, keep muting my mic while I'm talking because I'm like... And then you do this. Hold on. <laughs> then, then I turn. Okay, let's continue. So it was a struggle. Wow. But uh, yeah, I'm 95% back. I'll let you guys decide if I sound normal or not. But uh, this is me. So anyway, enough about me. Jason, you have a good Thanksgiving? Mm. Not really, Chris. People were at your house, wasn't it? People were at your house, so it ruined everything. Was that it? No, you know what? Uh, business ruined Thanksgiving. The Grinch stole oh, Thanksgiving no. this year. I, oh, no. I didn't really have a Thanksgiving. I, family around me had Thanksgiving. I remember eating turkey. I remember sitting around with relatives, not really knowing what to say to them. But it was not a good Thanksgiving, Chris. Oh, no. Um, mm. Yeah, as you know, I had to work out some things in my business. And it gets a little overwhelming sometimes. And uh, the break, what was supposed to be a break, was more like a... Just we're under assault reprieve. So, <laughs> but I figured it out and I bounced back and uh, we'll have a better Christmas. So, but you know, Chris, we keep things yeah. honest on this show. Yeah. Keep them light though. That's a little heavy. Tell them about our sponsor. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I got real guys. Sorry. I got real on YouTube for a second. Things are great here. Never been better. <laughs> Okay, so today's episode, as always, is sponsored by Directive Consulting, number one B2B search engine marketing agency. We recommend you guys check them out. Content, SEO, PPC, they do it all. You can get a free custom proposal at directiveconsulting.com, and we appreciate them sponsoring today's episode. Now, Chris, we're going to start off, try to get back in the habit, hopefully every week, reading a review, because we love getting those. We're now... Over 150 reviews on iTunes. That's the number one way you guys can help the show. And uh, we appreciate you leaving those. So people leave these great reviews, Chris, paragraph after paragraph praising us. But today we chose to read a review from Wanna Beagle, five stars. Why leave long review when short review do trick? <laughs> good guys, good stuff. Yeah. Keep it up, boys. Much love from Kansas. Boom. Excellent. Hey, it works for me. Kansas, beautiful place. Is that the kind of review you would expect from Kansas? I don't know anything it was about for Kansas me. other than the fact that my corn comes from there and it's very flat. I know nothing else. Dorothy comes from there too. Now, Chris, we're also going to introduce a new segment on the show called News. Sometimes do, do, we know do, do, things do. that not a lot of people know about. Yeah. And we like sharing it with you guys. Uh, Chris, you shared this with me yesterday. Mm -hmm. I'm sharing it with one of those clients today, mm -hmm. and that's going over fantastic. <laughs> yeah, <I> bet. <laughs> um, but if I worked at a newspaper, which one day, I, you know, Chris, I'd love to do. I love the 
digging into a story lifestyle and uh, I came up with a headline for this story. Did Google ads hang up on phone repair? Oh, bam. Print it. Love it. That's. Mm. And then <laughs> the rest of my article is tell me what you know. So Chris, yeah. tell me what you know. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, I mean, I've had quite a few phone repair. iPhone specifically is the big market that I've had clients in. And as I shared with you, Jason, and I'm sharing with our listeners now is if you have an iPhone repair client or you are an iPhone repair company and you're running ads, uh, you may be having issues seeing your ads. Uh, you may find that they are not getting as many clicks, impressions, or just doing a search and just don't see yourself. And now suddenly, um, something that Google warned us about a few months ago is going into effect actually in the past week. It happened Thanksgiving week. So now we can't run ads because uh, Google has declared third-party repair, like technology repair services or tech support services, third-party services like this are out. They're over with. You can't advertise on Google. And the thing is, this is not like addiction services, you know, where they can help you with addictions, where you can get certified to provide that service. They're out. There is no certification. There's no, because there is no overriding party, government-wise or anything, you know, there is no way to get certified for this. None of the major producers offer certification. That means there's no certification Google can use to verify your authenticity. And that means they're done. So um, my uh, iPhone repair clients are waving goodbye as they sh uh, sail off into the SEO horizon. But that's about it. Um, so keep a lookout for that. You'll probably be seeing your clicks dwindle down to nothing over the past, over the next couple of weeks in December. So that's the news. Wow. Well, as I told you yesterday, I would like to shoot the messenger mm -hmm. um, because I got no one else to shoot. And yep. you, you mentioned the word clients there. Fantastic niche on AdWords, Chris. It works. People yes. call, they connect yeah. with phone repair companies. Uh, maybe there is an issue with scammers or something. Obviously they're doing this for a reason. But um, in my experience, it was a AdWords vertical that worked very, very well in yeah. terms of show up on the right searches, clients get connected with new customers, and everybody makes money and people get their phones fixed. 20 to 30% conversion rates, you know? I mean, like yeah. people, it's an, it's kind of like an emergency plumber. They want it and they want it fixed now. And they show up at the store, they call, they book an appointment. I mean, it yeah, it's solid. Well, sounds like a great prospective topic for Google Guarantee. Hmm. Well, well, yeah, we'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave that alone. So, Chris, um, yeah, that's interesting news. I looked for links. There's not really any links that say it explicitly. I looked on all the major news websites about search engine marketing. No, no one's saying anything about it yet. Um, and you guys are hearing it here first on the Paid Search Podcast. And all I can tell you about is my experience with it. And what Chris said is true. Yesterday, we, we launched a new cell phone repair client. And... Yesterday, he said he was seeing ads locally on his phone in his area for other advertisers. And today, no one's seeing anything. Yeah. So, and I'm not <laughs> seeing anything here where I search it here. So, it definitely seems to be happening. And maybe they'll come out with some official documentation when they do. And when they do, we can share it on social. And and one, one last thing. This is a broad uh, restriction. So, it's not just iPhone repair. We're talking computer repair all kinds of technology, third-party repair. So without authorization, without certification, 
if you are a tech repair, so I'm not just talking about iPhones. This is a very wide category. So I just wanted to throw that in. Maybe you repair laptops. You may start seeing your your stuff drop off. So just going to mention that. Yeah. And um, we also want to hear from you guys. So PaidSearchPodcast.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter. If you have any experience with this or know anything, let us know. Now, Chris, um, I'm going to kind of tease what today's topic is uh, by telling a little story. I was in high school. It was sophomore going into junior year, I think. And there was a good girl and she went bad. Hmm. Um, we Sad. had a good girl who went bad. She Before she started hanging out with the wrong crowd, she was happy an athlete, a great student, and for really just a summer, started hanging out with the wrong people and wearing darker makeup Uh and didn't want to hang with her old friends anymore and was living that party lifestyle. And it was a good girl gone bad, but luckily she came back and she's doing great. But Chris, this happens in AdWords too. (laughs) Good campaigns go bad like a lost teenager. Mm. And sometimes it feels like it's happening to you. It Sometimes it's nothing you did. And it's extremely frustrating because things are going good month after month, year after year. Things are going really good. You have it on a nice weekly management system. Then all of a sudden, out of the blue, your cost per conversion shoots up like 40% month over month. Mm. Or your conversions are down 75% month over month. And it's nothing you did. So today we're going to go through some of the things that happen when a good account goes bad and how we fix them. But first, I want to take a second here and talk about today's sponsor, Directive Consulting. Directive Consulting is the number one B2B search engine marketing agency. They do SEM, SEO, and they also do content. Today's growth story is about their work with an electrical manufacturing company. When I hear that term, it makes me sound like a real business compared to freelancer on the internet. But electrical manufacturing, that sounds like a real business with real problems and they need help. So what they needed to do was spend a very limited budget and compete with large corporations, but actually get a return on their budget and grow their lead. So how did they do that? They found Directive and Directive did what they always do. They did a full on approach. Through SEO, they found a number of intensive Keywords that are very, very niche to that company's target audience. And they went after those with technical work on the website and also creating content built around those keywords. And then on the PPC side, they built out uh, specific ad groups for those kinds of niche keywords. And they also built landing pages that go good together when you can do everything. PPC and the landing pages to control the user's journey throughout their time with this electrical manufacturing company. They see their content, they see their ad, they go to the landing pages, they stay in front of them. And on top of all of that, they also developed uh, content that was very uh, shareable on social media. So the results they got in the year-over-year results, they got an increase in their conversion rate by 300%. They got a decrease in their cost per conversion by 50%. And their organic traffic went up 15%. And when you have an established website, it's kind of like an established company, a 15% growth rate in traffic year over year is great. Now, the CEO of that company left them a testimonial and he said, during the last month, I received 20,000 organic visits, which is 15% better than any other month before that. On the pay-per-click side, the cost per conversion has been driven down by well over 50%. I think that this is quite remarkable and due to Directive's work. I now need to reallocate those funds to even more of the same work. 
My aim is not to save money, but to get more sales. I like that mindset. Once you have a digital marketing campaign that's working, you reinvest in it and it pays for itself. So that's today's growth story with Directive Consulting. They offer free custom proposals at directiveconsulting.com. And we strongly recommend you guys go check them out. Now, Chris, today's topic, when a good girl goes bad, a good campaign goes bad. Tell me about your experience with the campaign side of things. I was going to make a joke there about something very near and dear to your heart, but I'm not going to. So tell me about your experience with these campaigns. Now, we all know we're equally good AdWords managers, equally, exactly wow. equal. Wow. And we have, <laughs> yeah, I gave you a promotion. Thank like you. I said, I cooled off on Thanksgiving. <laughs> we're exactly equal. Exactly equal. And we get the exact same results. But uh, okay. I experience this from time to time. My good accounts, they go bad. Something happens that was out of my control and we got to adjust to the situation. And things over the course of one month can completely tank. Yeah. And it's not even like I did anything bad. My question to you is, does this topic resonate with you? Oh, yeah. Do you, even though you're so great, do you experience things like this? You're one of the best AdWords managers in the world. People are wondering, does this happen to those kind of people? Oh, man. Does this resonate with you? Well, thank you, Jason, for the promotion and then immediately shooting us both up to best manager in the world. So I have a really good example, and it actually is one of the first suggestions that we have about what could be going wrong. When you have a campaign that's going wrong, one of the first things that I find that I check is I go into the auction insights. Okay, Auction insights are a competitive market analysis of where your ads stand up against your competitors. Uh, we've talked about it before. I'm not going to dwell on how to get to it, but basically. And how, how much how much do you pay for this software and where can oh, I get it? Yeah, yeah. It's completely free. Thank you, Google. Right? Huh? It, it's all built into AdWords. That's it. There's no additional data that's really required. It's it, Everybody gets this information. So I like the search auctions insights. It's one of the most under talked about thing ever. And okay. people think you got to do all this fancy stuff. No, yeah. I feel like we're diving off into a new topic here. I'm going to pull you back a little, Chase. Okay, pull me back. We want to keep this brief back. and to the point. <laughs> getting excited. You get excited. He's got a standing desk now, and he gets ex- He bounces around a lot more. He's moving a lot. He's excited. I understand. So here's the story. I had a client that started off uh, sometime this year. They're in a big, big metro area, and... They do a specific service that a lot of people are in. Let's say that they recycle like old refrigerators, okay? Uh, They will take your refrigerator and they sell it for parts and they do it for free and they'll pay you for your uh, refrigerator parts, okay? So they're doing it for this big metro area. We're going great, getting amazing conversions. And it just, he's really happy. He keeps increasing his budget to cut, get a better search impression share. We're at a really strong, and then suddenly, a couple months in, absolutely get hammered. Our positions drop, our clicks drop, our cost per click goes way up, although our conversion percentage stays roughly the same. It drops a little bit, but that's because, number one, a competitor's in the market. So that was a big factor. That was a really big factor for this client because he um, he had a new competitor. So using Auction Insights, we had to decide what we were going to do. For this client, they decided to use brute force and just outbid, outpay everyone else. And they're trying to outlast them doing that market. So far, it's working for them. But that's not always the, the best scenario. 
But that's absolutely a case that I see. It happens. You can't avoid it because competitors do come in and they may decide to be equally aggressive with you. I think that's a that's a great place to start. The Search Auctions Insight Report. Uh, now, Chris Bing has a tab called the Competitors tab. This will be one of those situations where I like Bing nomenclature a little bit more than Google Ads. Compa- yeah. Auctions yeah. Insights Report. That's kind of weird terminology. Competitors. That's the way people talk. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing, I think. And yeah, if things change and you know you didn't do anything wrong, you either might have made a mistake, like put in a broad match keyword accidentally and didn't modify it or something like that. Or more likely, if you don't think you did anything wrong, it's probably a new competitor coming into the market or a current competitor changing their strategy and getting more aggressive. Search and Insights report is where to go. Chris, the only two things I know how to deal with that when a competitor starts stepping up or a new one comes in is either you go to war and you try to scare them off with a high cost per click and you just tell them you're not going to back down if you want to own that top spot. Or you just kind of accept that sometimes they're going to show up at the top, sometimes you're going to show up at the top, everybody's going to make money, get a good cost per conversion, and you just kind of ignore them. Is that really all you can do? Just either ignore them or go to war with high bidding? Yeah, I, I think so. Or kind of take a, a side door, you know, go in go in from the side and, and hit them with uh, keywords that are a little less direct on the market. So if you're going after like refrigerator repair, or excuse me, refrigerator, you know, recycling, like what I was talking about, maybe instead you go after like appliance recycling or, you know, something you try, but you're going to get less volume on things like that. So it's all dependent on, you know, how critical it is that you keep your volume up. But yeah, it's usually one or two options. There's usually not, uh, it's not a long list of new things you can do. So Jason, another thing that I run into all the time, since we're on this for today, we're on the same plane level. Um, is problem keywords pushing up the CPA. I have some keywords. I always find myself falling into this this issue where I am just addicted to this one keyword. I won't give it up. You know, I won't stop spending money on a certain keyword. Uh, and I just, mm. I just know that it's a quality keyword and it keeps driving my CPA up. Um, do you find that this is something you do as well? And how do you get... Uh, how do you avoid these problems keywords? Um, I've, I'm actually the opposite. I act like uh, Al Pacino and Scarface in the final scene. I just take out <laughs> that gun and just go very quick to assassinate different keywords. I like if I've got a pro- well first problem keyword. Go back last 14 days, last 30 days, last 60 days. Sort by cost. If you sort by cost, you're going to catch not only keywords that get a low cost per conversion but also keywords that get no conversions. You won't see that if you sort by cost per conversion. So we sort by cost, see if it's one or two keywords just driving your problem. Usually it may be like a two keyword phrase, uh, broad match modified, like uh, moving companies, broad match modified, that can drive up costs and not get a good cost per conversion if if the traffic starts coming in bad for it. Um, But with me, Chris, I'm very quick to give up on them. I love giving up on them, quite frankly. And if I see that... A keyword has a bad cost per conversion over the last like 30 days, 60 days, and I know I can probably still spend the full budget on other things. I'll just either severely lower its bid to see if it can get a, a better cost per conversion uh, with a lower bid, or I'll just chop it off completely and pause it. So yeah. if I was training you today, Chris, I would say, man, you can always turn it back on. You know That's, what I mean? Yeah. But 
I just, you know, I get committed to them. You know, I, I say I do, and I'm like, I'm going to stick it through all the way to the end on this keyword. And, and I just don't want to give up on it, you know? So that's something I, I have a lot of issues with, you know, with some keywords, I just think this is a great keyword. This has to be high quality, but it just doesn't convert for me. But you're right. right. I think I could definitely go with having a habit of pausing and removing keywords without being so devoted to that core solid term that I think is, uh, you know, going to be ideal. Can always turn them back on. Now, Chris, speaking of keywords, one of the reasons people don't catch these problems that happen to them when their good account goes bad is because they don't check their search terms. If you would just check your search terms regularly, you could at least rule out the keywords are causing your problem in terms of quality, in terms of what people are searching. So if I'm having problems with an account and I don't think we did anything wrong and I think it's happening to us all of a sudden, I'm going to go to that search auctions insights report. I'm going to look at for problem keywords, but I'm also going to look at my search terms. And this is kind of the mistake catcher, Chris. You say you, you were adding a broad match modify keyword and you forgot to add a modifier on a key part of the keyword, or you were trying to add a phrase match keyword and you, you forgot the quotation on one side of the keyword. Or I did this the other day. I added the keyword of Miami. Um, that's all it was, was just Miami oh, um, <laughs> on a huge account with thousands of dollars. And I, I had like a little bit of a mistake. Yeah, because I was trying to add some address that someone wanted as a keyword. Dumb idea anyway. But uh, yeah, it was my fault. I accidentally just because I was copying and pasting, you know, cutting stuff off mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. little Miami got cut in there. And all of a sudden we started getting all this uh, Miami sports team searches coming oh, no. up. And getting getting clicks from them because it was Miami pure broad match. And so when you look at your search terms report regularly and I start seeing uh, Miami Dolphins, Miami Heat come in for this business, I'm like, what is going on? Okay, you can see what keyword they're coming from. Miami broad match. Who added that in? Oh, I did. Well, I caught my mistake because I looked in my search terms report. So going to the search terms weekly but really just living in the search terms you know every time you go into your account check the search terms even if it's that day yeah i wish search terms weren't so many clicks to get there honestly i wish it was uh, a shortcut straight to it you know just like i can go straight to ads you can go straight to ads from you know the moment you you get into your account i wish i could go straight in but you have to click on keywords and then search terms but uh, anyway that's just a little rabbit trail there but I i i totally agree so this is something that a lot of agency listeners will will understand. The thing is, if you are completely focused tunnel vision on conversions, uh, an issue that you might think is one of those three that you've already listed, Jason, the you know auction insights or problem keywords or search terms, you're not finding anything like that, but you just keep seeing your conversions drop. Your CPA keeps going way up. Everything looks really bad but you're tunneled visioned all the way down into the conversions. The fact is, if you were the business manager, you'd know that the phone's still ringing just as much. You still get just as many leads every day. You're selling just as much. Your numbers look fine, but your conversions could be dropping. And the reason for that, and this is something that happens probably second most often for me, uh, is something screws up with the conversion tracking. I just had it with a client that we'd been running conversions on this client I think for three or four years, I've had this client for a long time and their conversions just stopped. And I'm emailing, I'm like, what the heck's going on? You know, why? And it just stopped. We don't know why. And we had to replace everything on the site. 
And I thought for the first, you know, cause it was kind of slowly dwindling down. I thought I was doing horrible. I thought, you know, for the first you know couple of weeks that that was happening, I would start losing conversions. And then suddenly they just, when they flatlined, I knew, okay, this is an issue with conversion tracking. So that's something I definitely check. If you start seeing some big differences, you typically get a lead every three days, every three hours. And if anything deviates, go in and check. One of the easiest ways that I like to check is you go into conversions and then click on that conversion and then click on web page. Uh, there's a way for you to actually see where that conversion is tracking from. And if you copy and paste that URL, you can check that source code and see, is that source code still on that page? That's a great way that I love to physically check if everything is still in place. And if you check it and you don't see that conversion code on that source page, you've identified your problem. You know, that's, or, or you have an 80% conversion rate, you know, then you know that you are uh, such a it's great converting Edwards on the wrong page. Dad. You're like our AdWords dad. And we're just sitting around in your library after a long day, but you're still making time for us. And we're sitting on your lap with the nice lighting. And <laughs> You've you're said just this teaching before. <laughs> us about the world. You're just teaching us about AdWords. Chris, that is great advice. And thank you for sharing with me. I did not yeah. know about this. Uh, I thought when you said go into the conversions, I thought you were going to talk about, uh, if it has that little status that says no recent conversions or no, something like that. No, that's junk. That's like, not helpful. No crap, dude. Like, that obviously no recent conversions. But, man, so you can, there's a little thing called web page, and it'll tell you what that basically thank you page link is. Yes. And you can go check it. Yep. Well, your little sunny boy is growing up, and now I'm going to teach you, Dad. Uh, tell me. Once you, get, <laughs> once you get that link, and I'm going to start doing that because that's a great tip, you can use, and I don't know why people don't, talk about this or use it that much because i use it every week um and multiple times through the week the chrome add-on tag assistant by google yes and when you're on that when you're on that thank you page you can load up your tag assistant by google and it'll tell you if there's any google code analytics conversion whatever on there and if it's in the wrong place or if it's firing or not or which one it is and then you can see if okay is that the one that's tied to my account so anytime uh conversions just totally tank like that chris yes i am trying to get to that thank you page trying to get to their website and using my tag assistant by google chrome add-on to diagnose the conversion reporting issue now sometimes chris and i say sometimes this is like all the time clients go rogue and change their urls without telling you and a little pro tip for everybody one way to quickly check final urls is to use the adwords editor look at all your ads sort by the final URL column and just scan down that column to look at the one or handful of links that you're sending ads to copy and paste those links into a browser and see if they're still the relevant landing page for those mm. ad groups. And I, that's one way we're always diagnosing and ruling out basically like, okay, did the client change their URLs? Now, Chris, these are all things we've gone over here. These are all things that are problems and they have answers. You have this problem and to solve it, you do this thing. But one thing that people, to close, will will not really know about, because this is, you sound like an idiot saying it, and I'm, I'm saying it here on the show for the first time, but I recently wrote about it. I'll put a link in the show notes, and the article is called Rising Cost Per Click, But I Didn't Change My Bids. Things happening to you, your account drastically changing. This happens sometimes, Chris, and sometimes it's driven by competitors, but one way I deal with it is I just know that sometimes I have managed accounts and I do not change the bids and my cost per click keeps going way up. And I'll give you an example, just using round numbers. Say I'm bidding a hundred dollars, right? 
uh, for a cost per click, uh, just to use round numbers. And our actual cost per click is coming in at $40 because the second competitor is bidding $35, $39. Our average cost per click comes in at 40 But if one of those competitors changes their strategy or a new one comes into the market and starts bidding 70 I didn't change my bids at all. There's still 100 But my cost per click is going to go to 71 or 70 and change. And it's going to go up from 40 to 70, which is almost a double. And my cost per conversion is going to double. So I didn't do anything, but because someone else did something, my cost per click rose. And one way I I go about this is it sounds stupid, Chris, but bear with me. Sometimes I just lower the cost per click. (laughs) That's all I do. And the cost per click goes down. The cost per conversion goes down. And sometimes the amount of conversion volume, it stays the same or it goes down an unnoticeable percent. So maybe my cost per conversion goes down 40%, but my conversion volume only goes down 7% and no one's really counting if it's only 7% and your cost per conversion went down that much. So just lower the bids. You can always raise them back up, but lower the bids and see if your cost per conversion goes down and you don't get hurt too much on volume. I know that sounds so simple and that's not the way things are supposed to work, Chris, but does it kind of make sense to someone who's been doing this for years like yourself? Oh, yeah. Or is it brand new to you? Because this is less of a like AdWords kind of thing and more just in numbers. This is just like a mathematical kind of thing. You lower your bids, you see effects downstream. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense. It's just, you know, people look for an answer within some kind of, special AdWords, AdWords-y, in-the-know type of answer. You know, right. it's some kind of AdWords expert answer. No, it's just, sometimes it just has to do with numbers. You pay less, you get lower CPCs, you know, you do a little bit better. And, uh, and yeah, the, it makes the, sense. The, the second sentence of that is you pay less, you get a lower CPC, a lower cost per conversion. But for some reason, you still get basically the amount, same amount of clicks and conversions. I know that's not explainable. I know that doesn't make sense. And this doesn't happen every time, but sometimes it does happen and you look like a genius. So my recommendation to everybody is just try lowering the bids. You can always raise them back up. But there's so many things that go on in an AdWords account. Demographics, locations, competitors. Maybe that competitor just went crazy for a week and now they changed their mind. There's so many things that you can't control and in our own minds can't account for because there's so many things going on that... Sometimes I just lower the bids and it still works out. So that would be my final kind of pro tip, if you will. Well, good stuff. Well, thanks, Jason. Good tips. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. I know I, I wanted to say one brief thing before we sign off. I had teased on Twitter about a big announcement coming this week. So I at least want to mention it. The big announcement is... You're gonna you're gonna be mad, and you can. Um, I, I don't even know what it is. So the, I'm, big announcement I'm in suspense like everybody is else. that uh, next year we'll have a big announcement. Uh, so I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You yeah. troll. You We're troll. not ready yet. You disgusting troll. I, I know. No, you disgusting troll. I know. Is this That's... about the thing, Chris? Yes. Because I want to kind of. I'm going to put it out there. It is. Is it okay if I put the thing you, out but there? But you, and you see pulled what the plug on it is? though, so I can't announce it. But is it? But are we talking about that thing? Yes, we're talking about the thing. Yes. All right, so we're both on. So, do you think I should share the thing just to no. see what people think? No, no, no. You don't now, think I should now share? Now you're the troll. You're gonna have to cut all this because that's way too trolly. No, 
but I at least wanted to say so people wouldn't be mad. You really don't think I should throw it out there to see if people would be interested in it? No, because then I don't think we should mention it yet. Okay. Of course, not well, I like giving them the this backdoor insights to the way we work <laughs> things out. So I think it was, even though we couldn't tell you about that thing, you guys know that there is a thing and we'll get on the same page about that thing at that day in the future. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. And we want to thank Directive Consulting for sponsoring today's episode. B2B search engine marketing agency. They do PPC, SEO content. They offer free custom proposals at directiveconsulting.com. And we recommend you guys check them out. So uh, thank, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thanks for sharing the show. Friends and colleagues and enemies, share it with your enemies. Mm. And uh, paidsearchpodcast.com, number one way you can help the show. I should say number two way, Chris, because, you know, our listener, Peg, she really helped the show in the number yeah, one way over Thanksgiving. That's true. Like, Peg that's is, a number the, one way. That's that the is the number one way. That Peg is our VIP for Yeah, she's our top listener for, Absolutely. Yeah, for, for the rest Peg of this year. Winner. Easy. Yep. But the number two way is leaving us a review on iTunes, and uh, we appreciate you guys doing that. So we'll be back next time with the next episode of the Paid Search podcast with our AdWords dad on his lap in his study after the long day at work and he's slightly drunk but it's not that bad of a situation because he's only two cocktails in to deal with his stress and his rage <laughs>